everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ventime with Connie. Ventime with Connie is a podcast that talks about different topics such as love, God, self-worth, career, relationship, and so on. This podcast allows me to share my thoughts and opinion about everyday life events, and I hope my listeners are inspired and can relate with these topics that I talk about. Alright, please don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Ventime with Connie, and you can also like and follow on Spotify, subscribe and rate me on Apple Podcasts, and you can send me your feedback to VentimeWithConnie at Yahoo.com. Thank you for tuning in. All right, let's get to the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ventime with Connie. I'm your host, Connie. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope you guys are having a good time with your loved ones, not just only your significant other, but your family and your friends. I hope you guys are having a great Valentine's Day. Today's episode is about self-love. I know you probably expect me to talk about something romantic and all those things. But trust me, self-love is a necessity that I believe everyone out there needs. And I have a guest with me today to talk about this. But before I review who the guest is, I just want to give you guys a rundown of things. Well, this episode is going to be a long one. Trust me, it's worth it. I apologize for long episode I've been giving to you guys this past couple of days. But... I know you guys have been enjoying it because the last one that was longer, Toxic Relationship, I received a lot of support. A lot of people enjoy listening to it and I thank you so much for your support. This one is not going to be any different. This is going to be even more, more interesting. So I have here with me a guest. She's a good friend. She's an inspiring young lady and she's very resilient in a way that she's been through a lot. But she used those her traumas or her experiences and turned into writing. That's how she created her blog, Inspire Me EJ. I learned a lot from her, you know, from this interview. She's a woman with a lot of wisdom. And you guys will, will find that out when you listen to the interview. And I hope you enjoy it. She, her name is Ijama. We talk about self-love in depth and that's probably why it was so long and we had fun recording this i hope you guys enjoy it and also fyi in the audio while you listen to the interview it has a lot of background noise trust me i've been trying my best to improve in editing this audios to try and take out the background noise or finding the best way the best place to record this please guys bear with me this is my first time i'm trying give me a room to improve i will continue trying my best to give you guys the best audio ever but i have to try to get to there so i hope you guys are patient with me while i navigate through this like trying to improve on my editing skills so thank you so much for your support so for sticking around this far and also want to shout out to my old listeners that have always been there from day one and the new listeners that keep increasing every day thank you so much everyone thank you so much for your support so this interview i had it with my friend ijama and after listening to this interview i hope you feel full and empowered that's my goal for this interview and i hope you feel that way once you're done so now let's go ahead to the interview because it's a long one i don't want to make this intro very long so let's go ahead to the interview there you go the interview i had with my friend ijama hello ijama how are you doing today hey connie i'm good how are you i'm doing well i'm doing well so you're living all the way from um all the way in minnesota right yes yes i am I know the weather there is so bad. They said it was supposed to snow today. So how are you doing over there? 
well, it did snow, but um, it wasn't that bad. It's better. It's better than usual, so not too bad. And I'm okay. What about you? Where do you live? Yeah, Houston, Texas. Yes, uh-huh. and it's not raining. The weather is really perfect today. Hopefully, it will get cold tomorrow because we have a very strange weather. Today is hot. Tomorrow is cold. So we don't know what to expect every day. <laughs> What's your definition of cold? It's not compared to yours, but anything below 50 or 60, that's cold. That's okay. cold. Yeah. So that's thanks for good. joining me today on my podcast, Rent Time with Connie. So I know you have a blog, right? Yes, I do. I have a blog. It's called Inspire Me Region. Yes. So tell me a little bit yeah. about that blog. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. So my blog, Inspire Me EJ, is pretty much... It's a avenue for um, me to really be transparent with my emotions and um, in the process of inspiring others. And um, how that came to be was when I was going through a really rough time in my life. After losing my brother, it was just I just kept looking for different avenues just to feel better or to have my feelings validated. But unfortunately, I couldn't find that. You know, anywhere I looked, it seems as if everyone was just living their best life. And so, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I love to write and, you know, I want to be the change that I want to see. So I decided, let me use this platform to really just allow myself to grieve. And in the process, um, it just became an avenue for me to inspire others. So, yeah. That sounds really inspiring. You did mention, you said you lost your brother. Am I, did I heard that right? Yes, that's correct. I lost my brother two or three years ago. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear that. Oh my God, I can't Thanks. imagine losing a sibling. Thanks for sharing that. And the, I've read through the blog, and it's quite inspiring too. The name "Inspire Me EJ" that's befitting for that blog because everything that you wrote on that blog is always inspiring. And um, and talking about the blog, I know um, I read about where you talked about gaining confidence and conquering stage fright in so many occasions, such as. Um, you joining your church choir, speaking yeah. to a large group of people in August in 2019. That's at UIU. For people out there, UIU is uh, Omibo United. So every state has their own um, chapter. I think that's what it was called. The annual convention back in your state in Minnesota. And you yes. talk about how you conquer your fear. And you also participated in that content, the Blind Date contest. That was that for you. Oh my goodness. So I am naturally an introvert. It takes me a lot of time to really like, let's say, spend time with friends or even random strangers. Um, And so one of my biggest struggles was just speaking in front of others and just allowing the world to just see me as who I am. First, it started with joining my choir, like you mentioned. And that was just like, for me, I saw it as a great way to just get used to having eyes all on me. So then when that UIU uh, convention came to Minnesota here and it had the whole EJ love thing, I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be a great avenue for me to really conquer that stage fright. So it was really, at first, honestly, I was really nervous. But then once I got on stage, I was just like, you know what? It's now or never. And so I just went there and just had a blast. It was so much fun. Many of the audience were like you should have won this you should have won but but at the end of the day it was just I had a mission and my mission was just to conquer that fear 
of speaking in front of others and having eyes on me. And I, I did it. So I know, right? I can imagine how fun that would be. And you did say who actually kind of motivate you or kind of convince you to go to that convention was your auntie. And that was basically her intention was for you to find Mr. Right, quote unquote. So did you find that Mr. Right? You know what? No, I did not. Honestly, I wasn't really thinking, you know, since it was my first time, um, I just wanted to see how that event was, that whole convention. I just went there and had a good time. I met a lot of great people. I pretty much like that, you know what, I'm not going to be a, an introvert. I'm not going to restrict myself from just being in the moment and having fun. And I did it. I had so much fun. I made some really cool friends. So, yeah, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't meet any special one, but it was a great experience overall. I'm sure it is. Are you trying to stay right now? You're single, basically. Is that what you're implying? Yes, I'm single like the dollar bill. Okay, okay. I know some really eligible bachelors out there who appreciate this answer. So, guys, you know what to do. Talking about the blogs, I love the way you write the blogs. Like, you were really eloquent and it was well written. And it inspired me a lot. Um, There's a quote that actually resonated with me. It was something about when you finally have a strong sense of who you are, your awakening begins to manifest. That's a, a powerful quote. I'm wondering, so how did you, for my listeners out there that is trying to find their voice or find who they are or find that confidence that you you found, so how did you find that? How did you become the woman, the strong, eloquent uh, woman that you are today? You know, I, I really do, to be honest. Well, thank you, first of all. That means a lot. Um, I I really do see it as, you know, I feel like every day you're constantly learning a lot about yourself. And it's all about, you know, once you're eventually tired of being in that stagnant position, when, when you're eventually tired of just, you're existing but not living, it yes. just, that, you know, that's when, for me, that's when I felt that awakening. I'm like, okay, well, you know, especially losing my brother, it was a really really rude awakening and saying you know my brother he did so much to help others he did he really stood out and I said you know what I want to be able to do something similar to that I I was tired of existing and not living I was I was tired of watching other people live their best life and I was tired of being mediocre so I you know that's when I really found my true self and that's when I really took some time out to really get to know who I I am before I can say okay I want to be able to help others and so that's when my awakening for me really embarked it's been you know I'm constantly learning about myself I'm constantly learning new things about myself for me that was how my awakening took place and you know therefore just that's when you know inspired me EJ came to be and you know all these other things that I'm involved in that sounds really powerful i can tell based on what you've said so far the death of your brother actually changed your life a lot and correct me if i'm wrong but i think it changed your life for the better you didn't take it the wrong you didn't go to the wrong room some people deal with trauma or this type of life incident in a different way for you you took that time to take care of yourself and find yourself and found your voice so you actually have self-love for yourself would that be correct? Yes. And um, first, thank you so much for that. It's it's very humbling to hear you say that. To be honest, it was rough. I didn't I didn't have my awakening right away. 
I actually went through my dark, the dark moments in my life in terms of, you know, I found myself just numbing up. I found myself, you know, drinking and just doing things just so that I wouldn't feel um, what I was currently going through. But it took, you know, a lot of strength. And I honestly would say it it was by the grace of God. I, I am who I am right now. And so trauma is not something one can easily get rid of. It's constantly a battle. But when you become tired of being tired, that's when, you know, you start to take that first approach of healing, you know, that first approach of wanting to be better, be a better version of who you know you are destined to be. And so that's, for me, that's how it was. And, and it's, I'm constantly, again, I'm constantly learning about myself, what I don't like, what I like. Um, I, it was in my morning season of just taking some time to myself that I realized I found out my favorite colors, you know. And my favorite colors are red, yellow, and white. And so those, those little things like that, you just you start to learn a little bit about yourself. Yeah, it's been, it's been a journey so far, but I'm grateful. Yeah, I'm glad you feel better today. Because like the Holy Book says, by his tribes, we are healed. So definitely yes. the Holy Spirit have healed you. And Jesus Christ, by his blood, you are healed. And it's not a, a process that just comes spontaneously. It's mm-hmm. a process. It takes a while, and I'm sure you are still healing as we are talking because it's not something that happens on one day. It doesn't have a time limit. Exactly. That is so correct. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, talking about self-love, the topic of today is self-love. You know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Today is Valentine's Day. I mean, we're recording a day before, but it's going to be putting up on Valentine's Day. So today's Valentine's Day, and so many people are thinking about what to do. For some people, they don't have anyone, anyone special to celebrate this Valentine's Day. So sometimes people feel alone. They feel left out. They feel like they are not loved by anyone. So that's why I wanted us to talk about this topic, because I, I feel like sometimes we neglect ourselves. You know, we neglect our to show ourselves some love. So what do you think about self-love? Do you think is a necessary thing that we should do for ourselves? Yes, um, it, I do believe it's very necessary. Even, you know, when you're, whether or not you're in a relationship or you're single, self-love is very important. And I've seen a lot of people, especially people who are in relationships that they they don't love themselves. And as a result, they depend on their partners to really validate their their beauty or whatever they're doing. And for me, self-love is taking yourself out on a date. For me, every month I take myself out on a date. Like I take myself out to get some food, drinks, whatever, go on little go on little walks. Self-love is just nourishing your mind and your soul. Self-love is really being strong with who you are first as a human, as an individual, before you can be able to say, okay, I'm ready to love someone. Sometimes and self-love also requires healing, healing from whatever trauma or obstacles that you have endured or you're currently going through. And that for me, that's very essential. And I do believe that many people need to have that before they can embark on the journey of, you know, being in a relationship with someone or even marriage. So... Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because you need to love yourself first before you'll be able to love someone else. And for my listeners out there might be confused with self-love to narcissists. 
they are both two different things. Um, self-love is defined as a, having regard for one's own well, well-being and happiness is a more desirable trait to have rather than narcissists. Narcissists is basically having excessive interest in or admiration of oneself and one's physical appearance. So it's more like being selfish or self-centered or not self-aware. You have self-love for yourself, but you're still aware of your flaws, you know, so you know how to manage those things. Yeah, and also self-love is, like you said, you know, taking a, taking a step back and really evaluating who you are and working on some mistakes that you've gone through. And many people, they look, they depend on others to say, you know, you're beautiful or to, to feel needed. For me, it's just self-love is just getting to know who you are first, loving you first before you can transfer, before you can go out loving others. Many people, they don't love themselves. As a result of they, they find partners to love them. And when they're not loved the way they would like to be loved, it, it leads to, you know, lots of outbreaks, divorce, um, disappointments. So self-love just, it begins with you. Yes, it sure do begin with you. So you want to be whole before you can share, you know, find your life partner. So exactly. both of you can become one. So talking about that too, I know sometimes comparison can contribute to us feeling down or being ourselves off for nothing, you know. Like they say, comparison is like a tip of, a tip of joy. And I, when I moved, when I recently moved to America, my classmates back in Nigeria they already graduated from high school, but I have to start, I mean, that year, they'll be graduating that year, but I have to start all over again from 10th grade. And I, I was pushed back to classes behind. So I know going to Facebook, seeing their graduation pictures, I started comparing myself to them. I started thinking um, that I'm no better. Like I haven't accomplished anything. Look at my mates, they have graduated. You know, I'm comparing them with me, not knowing that, I mean, I'm not saying they're not doing better now, but if I compare my life to them now, I'm doing well better. It's not about how you started, it's how you finish, you know? So I think comparison sometimes can make us feel like we didn't achieve anything, like we're nothing. And that can actually take us away from actually showing love to ourselves. What do you think about that? I Yes, that's correct. Uh, for me, like I see, you know, as as your hands are different, you know, so are everyone's you know goals and um purpose of life and it for me i i i did struggle with that i struggled with comparing myself with a lot of people um i would you know see my situation as poor when uh, and i would come i would say wow this person is again living a great life but i've come to realize that everyone's purpose in life is completely different just as our hands are different our 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 faces are different so are our purpose and our goals and dreams and uh, you also don't know what that person is going through you know to get to where they they are so it's it's very um it's very important not to compare yourself it's very important not to um feel defeated when you see other people do it well if that's the moment when you should be actually inspired and be encouraged to say, well, if this, if, if this individual can make it, I too can make it, you know? So just understanding that you are an individual and you are destined for greatness and your purpose and greatness 
is completely it's going to be completely different from the next person but you're here for a reason and it's up to you to really find out what that purpose and that reason is so yes you're absolutely right i also think we should show ourselves some compassion yes compassion we can we should be very kind to ourselves and be mindful what we say to ourselves when we are having that self-talk and we should also know that we are human I found this article from online by Melanie Greenberg. She's like a licensed clinical psychologist and a life coach. So she talks about so many ways to practice self-love. But we're talking about self-love to people who should still guide them towards this self-love. So one of the ways she pointed out was um, start your day with a positive and realistic pep talk. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you get ready, you look at yourself. I'm beautiful. I can do this. You know, I'm worth it. You know, God made me perfect in his own image. You know, so basically have that self-talk. Um, because sometimes we we are like our worst critics, you know. We can sometimes remind ourselves all these negative things we have done in the past and we tend not to forgive ourselves about it. So we bring ourselves down even before someone even brings us down, because we have all these pessimistic view of ourselves and that's something we need to start doing and start having positive view about ourselves that will actually help us kind of go out there and do what we're supposed to do for that day or what we plan for that day don't you think that's necessary yes that's very necessary for me i find myself every time time i wake up and do my daily devotions i i i don't know i, I start my day by listening to um, motivational speakers such as like les brown Les Brown, Steve Harvey, and just a lot of just in people who have made it and have inspired others to just keep grinding. And also just reminding you, it's important to remind yourself that you too can make it, that whatever storms that you're going through, you will overcome it, you know, and the, the tongue is very powerful. It starts by, like you said, being compassionate and speaking words of positive positivity upon your life you know that's when things you start to see things manifesting in 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 a more progressive and um, better stage so um yes it's it's essential for you to just start the day off with positive words yes yes and also while you are giving yourself that positive pep talk make sure you appreciate and love your skin and basically loving your body because i know we in, in this we live in a generation where racism exists i mean racism always exists but not just racism discrimination of, of so many things you know so we tend to see all this instagram yeah we're in the instagram generation having this perfect body the perfect shape everything but we look ourselves that we are not we're not beautiful you know we need to learn to appreciate our body because that's really necessary because so many people have got themselves hurt from trying to look like someone on Instagram, mm -hmm. to look like the image they think a perfect or a beautiful person is supposed to look like. You know, it's not really worth it. Like, you are beautiful just the way God created you, but it will start. Because so many people will do this surgery, right? But once you do one surgery, then you start finding another fault on yourself. So you have to go back again and keep doing it. Not knowing the problem is not about the physical. It's within you. It's how you view yourself. That's the that's where the issue is. You have to start from there. How do you view yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror? 
I know sometimes we don't look our best. Yeah, I know that. But it's actually recognizing those flaws and still appreciate those flaws. You know, knowing that, you know, I'm good. I will survive. And there's some people that you you look better than. If we have to find something that will make us feel better, yeah, there's some people that we look better than. But they haven't died. They're still surviving. So it's learning to appreciate the skin that we are in and also the body that we are in. That will also help us, you know, develop that self-love within, within us. Yeah. Yeah, for me, yeah. I, for me, you know, there's always going to be that one person that's going to be very more beautiful, more, more handsome than you. You know, it's again, it all starts with you being content with who you are as an individual, and when you are happy. I mean, there's no, there's no judgment for people who, you know, go under the knife, but all it starts with you. You know, how do you feel yourself? How are you feeling? Who do you think you are? And I feel like once you're able to ex- sit down and really reflect on yourself and say, speak words of positivity and really know who you are as an individual, when it comes to viewing yourself less than or, or inferior than others, it, it just doesn't become, it ends up not being, not existing, you know? So um, yeah. it's always someone that's going to be very beautiful or handsome. It's just... How are you happy with yourself? And if you're yeah. when you're happy with yourself, you can you do much better than those people, individuals who constantly go under the knife or feel as if they need to do something to better themselves. So, yeah. Yes. I mean, if you're going under the knife with the impression that that would make you feel better, I mean, I don't. I'm not judging better. anyone, but sometimes. I'm advising that you work within yourself first before you go there, you know, because you don't, that will not fix anything. It will just fix your appearance, but it won't fix how you feel yourself. So fix yourself within you first, then before you make that decision, whether to go under the knife or not. So another one that I would say is also, don't believe everything you think. Why I say this is because sometimes some of us can have a very exaggerated imagination you know because like i say earlier on we could be our own worst critics you know so sometimes we view ourselves in a very permiss in a very bad way like we think we are worse than what we it is actually people who kill themselves based on what someone says to them online it's not necessary all the time it's what people say it's probably what they have already thought about this in their head you know we already thought about it about their flaws and everything then when someone actually say it online, it's basically confirming what they're saying. So it's already started, the hurt and damage have already started. So the person saying it is just basically escalating the whole situation. So you probably wonder, why would this person kill themselves because of just what I say? No, that's why you have to be careful what you say online. You don't know how people view themselves. You don't know the demons people are dealing with. So um, I would advise us out there, when we are having this, exaggerated imagination how things is just sometimes we need to be realistic and look at things just the way how it happens sometimes it might not be the way we think about it you know because we can drive ourselves crazy even before someone else drives us crazy you know you might think you are the most ugly person on earth but then there be someone that look at you like i want to be like i want to look beautiful like you you know so sometimes we need to come out of our shell and come out of our little bubble that we are because this can sometimes be really chaotic and drive us insane. Another one I will also add is surround yourself with people that love you. 
I'm not saying the ones that are naysayers or the, the yes men. No, people that will actually tell you the truth and people that love you. Because you see, sometimes um, I know some days I wake up, I'm not feeling my best. And then I ask my husband or something. Then he will sometimes put, because sometimes we're not, not every day that you want to be this positive person, you know, be on the mirror telling yourself you're beautiful. But when you have people around you and you tell them how you're feeling, they can talk to you, give you that pep talk. No, you know what yes. you have already achieved, you know how you look like, you know, all those things. They'll tell you they love you, even they love the show to you. Like, you know what? I'm okay. At least I have people that love me, you know? So those things are very, very important. Surround yourself with people that love you. So you also feel the love and hopefully you give yourself that love and be compassionate. Yeah. So yeah, I also I I completely agree with you hundred percent. I believe I wrote this on my blog too, and I had a did a a video of this on my blog where it says I I believe I said it's very important for you to have as you're feeding others have someone that's feeding you as you're nourishing others. Make sure you have someone also nourishing you, and um, it's it's very important to have people that you trust, people you that doesn't want anything but the best for you. People who are loyal and just are constantly, you know, your confidants. It's very essential to have that. And um, for me, I'm blessed to say that I have, you know, I have that in my life. And, you know, like you said, you're not always your best. And that's when, you know, those people come in to, you know, nourish life back into into you when you feel that drought coming in. So. Um, yeah, very, very essential to have others nourishing life back into you as you're also nourishing life back out into others. So, yes. That's so true. Another last one I would add this um, would be cutting all ties with toxic people and toxic relationships. Because say no to toxic relationships, that would drive you crazy. And we won't give you any room to even love yourself or show yourself some love. Because and I know sometimes people think getting married or getting into a relationship will make them feel better of themselves or give them complete happiness. Yes, sometimes your partner will make you happy, yes. But it's not a guarantee. You can put all your happiness, all your hopes on that on one person. Either the, your partner is a human being just like you. Just that they're not responsible for your happiness. So people go into that relationship without actually knowing themselves or loving themselves. They go in there thinking partner will love them maybe eventually they will love themselves and they find themselves in this toxic relationship which can actually destroy you as a human being if you don't if you don't actually identify it earlier and try and get out of it but it will damage your self-esteem it would make you think like you're worthless so i would say cut ties from all those people that are toxic in your life or relationships there's toxic in your life hopefully that's not marriage but hopefully you can identify those toxic people or toxic um, partners before you actually marry them because nah I don't know mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage it's a little bit complicated. Yeah, we want. Um, well, I'm I'm not married like you've already said, but I've seen. Uh, for me, marriage is not easy. It's not always going to be peaches and roses. It's not always going to be breakfast in bed. You know, um, and also even with relationships or friendships that you you 
you establish with others, it's not always going to be easy, but it's very important to really pay close attention to others, people who congratulate you when you're succeeding. It's really important to pay close attention to people who who are muted when they see you succeeding. It's very essential to um, see people who actually have your back no matter what. And with with marriage too, it's it's even before heading to that marriage, that journey of marriage, it's important to really know who the partner you're going to say I do to. If that person is a pessimist, if that individual doesn't always want, it's not always rooting for you. I don't think that's some that's someone you would want to spend the rest of your life with because you may see this as oh maybe he's just doesn't he's 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 very careful or cautious but if you're pretending to be happy in that relationship there's there's not if there's no need there's it's not worth it because at the end of the day once after that i do after the whole big glamorous wedding you know it, it you it'll be up to you you you'll be left with feeling sorrowful in that in that marriage and you, so it's it's very, it's very, very important to know yourself first, love yourself first, be with yourself first. This, the journey of sing- singleness is, many people see it as some type of like disease or there, yeah. there are some single people feel like, you know, as if they're kind of behind with, you know, the marriage, with marriage right now. But it's, it's in that moment of singleness that you actually do go strong and you build yourself or that right man or what it's very very important to really know who you allow in your circle because that's either you change them or they change you so yeah yeah that's what they say enjoy the process enjoy being single enjoy finding being in a relationship enjoy being a fiance then enjoy being being a married woman a married man enjoy being married but with no kids and then you enjoy when you eventually become mother and the father so just enjoy the process don't yes, try to in the rush moment. It. right yeah there's a reason why god gave us the process you know just enjoy it because you're supposed to learn something throughout the process so i'm glad you pointed that out you need to find you know who you are before you get in and find who the person is to make sure you know who you're marrying you know, exactly marriage is not it's not a joke yes people to get in and get out you know Right. Pay close attention to those red flags. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because yes. we tend to ignore it. Because it does. The guy didn't just change all of a sudden. No. no. That's how he Not is. Right from the beginning, just you were so much infatuated, or maybe in love, blindly in love. They didn't right. tend to neglect those things. No, he's always been that way. Yeah. As he didn't change overnight. But um, um, do you have anything else apart from what I just mentioned for our listeners to actually seek or practice this self-love? Yeah, um, for me, I would say really sit back and reflect on the past, you know. But reflect on, for example, there are many people who they, they say, okay, well, I, I know who I am. I have, I have that self-love, blah, blah, blah. But then once they get into that relationship, what may have triggered their partner would say something that would trigger up their past. And that person would then find themselves lashing out to their partner. But their partner won't partner that con that quick break break out 
can cause their partner to really, you know, take a step back. But the partner doesn't realize that they're the person that they're in a relationship with is still struggling with what may have happened in their past. And so it's very, it's very important for everyone to sit back and really reflect on your past. And before you jump into anything, jump into a career, jump into a relationship, jump into um, whatever you're looking to establish, sit back and reflect on your past. And if you find yourself not having, not really healing from that past, it's and going, if you eventually find yourself going back to it and it then, you know, it's kind of like the universe wants you to learn something from what may have happened in your past. And so it's, it's, I don't know if I'm making sense or maybe I'm rambling around, but it's, no, it's, 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 it's very important to, if you, for example, for me, found myself in my past relationships, I found myself dating men that were emotionally unavailable. You know, yeah. but then again, I, I'm, I'm constantly saying I want to be with someone that that's a, emotionally available, that that's very transparent with their feelings, blah blah blah. But I find myself constantly attracting men who are emotionally unavailable, and you know, I sat back and said, "What is going on? Why is that happening?" That's when I really found out that the reason why I am attracted to men who, who the reason why I was attracted to men who were emotionally unavailable is because. I too wasn't emotionally available. I yes. went through I went through a situation where someone that I my someone I cared about really kind of like tainted that for me. You know, he he was very very emotionally emotionally and verbally abusive that it made me shut down. And as a result of that, I thought that you know for me to seek that happiness or be happy in any relationship it just involved me completely shutting myself up a hundred percent and as a result I I became I I became date, I started dating a reflection of myself which was in the pe- men who were emotionally unavailable so it's it's that's now this that's kind of the reason why now I'm taking some time to really get to know who I am first love myself first be more transparent, um, be be open with my feelings and also understand that my emotions and my feelings are validated, are valid before I can say, okay, I'm ready for something else, for some for someone to love or for, for someone to love me. So um, that's what I mean by taking a look at your past, working, work on that before then you can move into the next phase of your life. So. It's a no, long time to land, but there you go. <laughs> no, I totally understand you. I'm glad you pointed out the men being um getting attracted to mostly men that are emotionally unavailable. I think most African men are always emotionally unavailable. <laughs> not, I'm, I'm like, not most. You can say some. I've I've, I've no. actually come in, come encounter with some men, the African men that are emotionally available. Surprisingly, yes, I mean. You're right. My husband is emotionally available. That's actually the first guy that I've ever met. I'm not joking. I think he's African too. But I, I didn't even know this because most of them, I think it's basically how we were raised, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, men, they say men don't cry. If you're like, why are you crying like a woman? Why are you complaining like a woman? You know, they're not really in tune with their emotions. So sometimes it's not really their fault. Sometimes they don't even know about those things. They think it's, they see it as a weakness. 
you know that's what women do that's what they do uh, how are you crying like a woman you know they will make mm-hmm. they will make fun of each other if they see someone like a guy crying like those why are you crying like a woman so you don't, you don't want them to make fun of you so you try to be like you know what no i can't cry so that's the issue that's the problem it comes from how we were raised and some of us women too we are emotionally unavailable i have to learn that because sometimes when you start dating someone who's emotionally unavailable you sometimes turn into that too without knowing you complain about how are they they like this you will realize this until maybe you started dating someone that's emotionally available and then you see yourself being your ex the same thing that you're complaining about your ex is what you turn out to be so that's why you need to be careful the people that you let in into your space you know that's very very important you need to be careful of that and also you need to change the pattern before you yes. can get a different result exactly. you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result it will never change you have to change it you need to change the pattern that's very i'm glad you pointed that out but um the last thing that i would say is i know we have mentioned all of these things we need to do but i will see the top this is this is the top of it all the presence of God in your life that that one is just essential I will mention two Bible verses Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 it says I can do all things in him who strengthened me when you believe in Jesus Christ and seek the presence of him because he heals all wounds and also another another Bible verse Proverbs chapter 31 verse 25 it says she is clothed with strength dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. So just reading this Bible verse, it gives me that like a um like power, like you know what, you know who I am? I you know whose I am. I am the daughter of Zion, I'm daughter of Jesus Christ. Those things when you talk to yourself about that and read those Bible verses, it will uplift you to know that there's there's more than this, there's more than life you know this is not end this is not be it and end for all of us it's always where we are looking up for which is heaven and it doesn't matter who's most beautiful when it all ends you wonder where will your soul go that should be what will keep you up at night that should be what your focus should be uh, well this i'm speaking to my christian people out there but that's how i wanted to end this topic but i know we went in really deep and everything <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know and i hope we will nourish your soul and your spirit and your mind and your body to actually uplift yourself have some be kind to yourself you know sometimes you make mistakes you know some days you might not get it right it's okay tap yourself in the back it's okay i got it next time you know we are not perfect okay so be kind and be merciful and be mindful what you say to yourself. I yes. think you'll be better. You'll be better. You'll be good. You know, don't worry too much about it. But let's go ahead and play some games. You know, this will be like our minds. We have talked a lot, and our listeners probably gonna be, oh my gosh, like this is a lot. I know Valentine's Day is supposed to be all lovey and dovey, but I feel like there's more to life than that buying gifts and all those things. There's more to that. So. We're going to play a game called Word Association, right? Okay. This is how this game goes. I will mention one word, and then you will mention another word that that is associated with that okay. word. Yeah. So I will start with the title, the topic of today, which is self-love. So self-love. Myself. Okay. <laughs> Our self-awareness. Detail. Kind. Patient. 
compassionate i would say gentle gentle yeah that's good okay so let's try a different word what word would you come up with let's see valentine's valentine's day <laughs> in the spirit of love <laughs> yeah i would say it would sound a little off but i would say babies because there'll be a lot baby. of baby making this time so. okay dinner dates i'm sorry what did you say dinner dates oh wine shopping I would say clothes. I mean, you can't go wrong with with clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Kodak moment. Kodak picture. And pretty much you oh. just like picture perfect moment. Oh, okay. I would say selfie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that pop in my head. Like, I mean, you always get the best picture where you took it yourself. I don't like it when people take my pictures. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say, think of anything. Uh, yeah, I would say love selfless oh that's good i'll say perseverance i would say determination and i would say and i'll end it with marriage that's the only thing that comes to my mind but thank you so much for coming to um, joining me in talk about self-love today i really think that's fun and i learned a lot from you and i know my listeners learned a lot from you from just listening to you i'm truly humbled you requested to share your space with me so thank you i really appreciate it. no problem so um do you have any upcoming projects or upcoming events that you want to share with my listeners yes yes i have um an event that's coming up in uh, april 25th coming up oh. on april 25th and it's called the, the awakening of self and this event is for individuals who are pretty much tired of watching their life go by before their eyes are tired of watching people live again their best life i know i keep saying that word but people who are t- ready to take on the challenge of being the best that they know they can be and so um i'm pretty excited i have um two amazing uh speakers coming and um the i have an amazing mc as well so it's going to be an event that will nourish um others and we will we, it's go, oh my gosh i am I'm, I'm 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 super excited i um it's going to be my actually my first event that i'm hosting um, first time oh, event, but first first of many. Um, but I just want, you know, many. This this is this is this is an event for individuals who are ready to just ready to have twenty twenty be a year of success for them. And um, yeah. we will be providing you know tools and techniques of reaching you know one's potential goals from you know now twenty twenty to the year to you know the years to come. So. Um, you don't want to miss it. So come get your tickets. You'll find the tickets on Facebook. and Or it's on also the, the tickets will be on Inventbrite. So just type up um, the awakening of self and you'll find my the tickets there. So I can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to see you guys. It's going to be an, a great, great event. So why not come and learn, um, come and be inspired to be the best version of yourself. Okay, um, so where would the event take place? What is it in Minnesota over there or somewhere else? Yeah, it's, it's going to be in Minnesota. So, and, um, so it's going to be in Minnesota. 
it's going to be in Minneapolis. The address will be will be listed on Eventbrite. So, um, yeah, it's starting from seven till nine thirty. So it's an event that you definitely don't want to miss. All right, my listeners, you heard it here first. So she's having an event on April twenty fifth. Yes, and also, guys, um, please, please do me a favor. Go over to her blog, Inspire Me EJ, and subscribe so you can get all information and read her wonderful piece. Because I'm telling you, those um, those things you write there, I love it. I enjoy every little bit of it. You guys will enjoy it too. So go over to her blog, Inspire Me EJ, and go have a good time. Because I promise you, you will. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I hope we continue this conversation next time. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed this section too. I had a I had a blast just talking to you and just, you know, sharing words of wisdom with you. It's, it's, it's been great. I thank you so much for sharing your platform with me. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you so much.